two drunk Valorant episode thirty one. Um, none of you guys can see this, but Chase is wearing a beer shirt. Uh, do you have a beer from that brewery by chance? Fuck no, I don't. Um, Lame. I'm currently wearing a Superflux shirt, and uh, I'm yeah. Cass and I have both had Superflux beers on the pod before. Uh, cool local brewery, but my beer today is actually from another local brewery, uh, Parallel Forty Nine. And uh, it is called the Cobra Clutch Double IPA. Um, so I thought that was apt to have on the Valpod. You know, big clutch moments Very coming cool. in. But... There's also the Cobra skins in the Battle Pass right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, have so you... if you if you get that, I mean, I have the Frenzy now. I haven't, I haven't actually used it because I don't really like any of those skins. Um, and I didn't buy the Battle Pass, so. Um... Wait, you have the Cobra Frenzy? The free one at the end yeah, of the battle. Yeah, it's the pod. free one. Oh, oh, I got confused with the new uh, Xeno Hunter. For a minute, I thought they were called Cobra. I was like, you bought that? <laughs> no, no, yeah, the, the Battle Pass ones. But yeah, um, I guess if you get a clutch with that gun, or, you know, a gun from that skin line, then you are required to drink this beer. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, that's a fucking burly I, like double IPA. Uh, have you tried it yet? Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's mm. definitely very hoppy. Yeah. It's solid eight percent. It's not like super high, but No, I just remember being very in your face, just like ah, I'm an IPA. Yeah, pretty much. Have you had it on the pod before? Or have you just had it? I haven't it had general? it on the pod, I've just had it in general. It was one of the few like good craft beers we used to be able to get at the old uh BCL by uh King Eddie's. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good, and it was cheap compared to, like, the other craft beers that we get. Parallel 49 is, like, pretty well-priced, so. What do you got, Hunter? I am rocking with a beer from Pariah Brewing Co., which I've just found out about a couple weeks ago. It's a local place um, on the light rail route to my new job, where I work at a catering kitchen, and uh, they have a variety of very well artistically designed beers and good tasting beers as well. Their big thing is like West Coast style hazy IPAs, which is they're like they're a little more bitter, a little more like hop forward, I guess. Um, and frequently they have fruit flavors, but the fruit flavor necess- isn't necessarily as like in your face as some others. So this is the Wicked as Sin from Pariah, which has a very interesting flavor profile. It is unapologetically bright, crisp, and refreshingly bitter with notes of tangerine hop candy, lemon rind, pine, resin, and earthly dankness. So that's what I got that's what I got going on here. Interesting. I would agree. I would agree very, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's a very technical term right there. Yeah, anyone who's in the beer industry knows it. Alright, well I'm having an Il Sauvage. Brewing company sour, um, called Stitka, because it's made with Stitka spruce tips. Um, it is fucking sour. It's like I'm squirting a lemon into my mouth right now. Um, but yeah, it's not bad. It's just like, holy fuck, is this sour? Sounds like I like it a lot. Um, (laughs) I've had Il Sauvage on the pod before. And, like, I, I liked whatever beer I had from them before that, but I definitely haven't had the one that you're trying now. 
the the very first beer that I had from this brewing company, I like the most out of any of the beers that I've tried from them. Um, but they kind of go through things pretty quickly. I don't know if they really have mainstay beers because they're, they're a pretty small company. So I think they kind of cycle through stuff um, instead of having like flagship products. And like the first one I had was incredible. I loved it. And I've found that most of the other ones I've tried from them since have been a bit too on the, 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 the like very prominently sour for me. Where I like as I, I like my sours to be slightly less prominent in the sour regard. I see, I see. Um, but yeah, no, this does seem like it'd be very up Chase's alley. Uh, Chase, I have to say I'm a bit disappointed you didn't go out and get another one of the former Greenskeeper drinks. Yeah, I know. So the other day, uh, I come home from work, and Cass hands me a Cass hands me a beer. I'm like, oh, you got me a beer, sick, thanks. Um, and I look at the can, and it's called Former Greenskeeper by Backcountry. That's um, incredible. And now it it's, makes it really funny because I just left my job as a greenskeeper um, to go work as a bicycle mechanic. Um, yep. So it was just like the perfect timing, right? Like this has been my first week at my new job. Cass hands me this beer, and I'm like, wow, I, I need to like – absolutely down this you know <laughs> well already on to valorant news um or topics uh news news no not news topics uh i brought something up in the car the other day when chase and i were coming back from from whistler uh and he suggested i save this for the pod so here we are gonna be talking a bit about the uh the economy of the game and more specifically, there are a couple guns I want Valorant to add. Because they haven't added anything since the release of this game. And I believe the devs have stated that they, at least at one point, they had intentions to add a few more guns. See, Cass, um, every every time we do something like this, I like you gotta tell me beforehand. Like, I know I told you, like, yo, like, so, let's save this for the pod. But... You can't just be like, this is a topic that requires a little bit of preparation or just, like, an idea, <laughs> right? You can't just spring this on us, like, okay, what are your thoughts about guns that should be added to the game when you have three of them that I know that you've thought out? And I'm like, yo, I've got no fucking clue, but, like... I want to add the Needler from Halo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me an energy <laughs> And the King's sword. Call from Borderlands 3. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be kind of hype. That yeah, I know. <laughs> um... Well, at any rate, we can discuss the three that I've come up with. You can <laughs> okay, perhaps perfect. think about it, make some adjustments if you see fit, and you know, perhaps uh, while we're talking about it, you'll have some ideas that come to mind. It's yeah, like, I suppose if Chaser or I come up with ideas like this week, we can like bring up new ideas next pod, if that would be okay with Supreme Overlord cast. <laughs> see, I, I mean, I, I like the idea, and like, this isn't just the first time that this has happened, right? Like, I feel like I'm becoming the guy who doesn't have an idea to bring to the table. <laughs> um, and I'm not saying that if you had told me two days ago <laughs> that I would have actually thought of something. Yeah, it's, yeah, I was just thinking, like, Chase, like, you know, for the agent ideas, like, we talked about doing that for, like, a month before we did it, and you still didn't really have an idea. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I came like... up with one the first time. Yeah, yeah. 
But anyway, I do get what you're saying, and, and I, if I, I definitely think it's possible this week I'll think of something because this is the first time it's entered my brain, and then we might revisit mm-hmm. it. Yeah, or, or maybe, you know, while you're talking about shit, well, I'll come up with something, but, like, you know. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it comes. For the future, I want the right. option, you know? <laughs> the option to, like, do my job on this podcast. You were, you were literally the one who suggested I save this for the pod. I like. I feel like Hunter's got a solid argument here, but, like, the idea should have at least been in your head somewhere. You said you never said, like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to do that this week on the pod. Like, I have See, a life, I think the Cass. thing is... I think... <laughs> I think the thing is, Cass uh, has has mystery as a big part of his host persona. The idea of catching us off guard, forcing us into uncomfortable positions when it comes to the conversation. That's one of Cass's uh, signature strengths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Joe Rogan of Valorant. <laughs> okay. So at any rate, the first one, I don't have a clever name for, unfortunately. But I want a new pistol in the lineup. And I want it to be somewhere between the ghost and the sheriff. Right? I want a a high damage, decent, like, I think, like, none of the pistols besides the sheriff have, like, any penetration whatsoever. So I want, like, a, a high damage, medium penetration, uh, 20-round clip pistol. 20-round clip? Idea, that yeah. sounds like that would be busted. That's insane. That's so many shots. That's the by far the biggest pistol clip in the game. It's five more than the the ghost. Yeah. Yes, but you're saying that it's going to do more damage than the ghost. I'm not Is saying it... that it's going to do like okay. I like I'd say damage wise should be comparable to the ghost, right? Like damage profile should be very comparable to the ghost. Um. Okay. So like when it, when I was saying high damage, I meant more in line with the ghost instead of oh, okay. like the classic and frenzy. Um. Uh, I'm not saying it should be like sheriff damage. That'd be insane. Mm-hmm. But I, I want it to be less accurate on each on like the first shot than the ghost is, but less random than the ghost is when you when you're like really just going ham on the trigger. So like a spammable pistol, basically. Yeah, the idea is to give you a spammable pistol that is still pretty expensive, right? I'm thinking like. You know, like 600, 650 credits. Um, so does not, if you were to buy this on pistol round, does not give you a lot of room to, uh, to purchase abilities, but would be a really strong gun in that context. Um, and does give you the ability to more readily spam. Uh, like through smokes and other things during pistol round, which you typically don't really have that ability to do, right? Like with both the sheriff and the um and the frenzy, like ammo capacity is a, like a huge concern. Like oftentimes, like if I live to the end of a pistol round with a frenzy, like I'm I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel for ammo. Like I've probably got nothing in reserves, maybe six bullets in my clip. And, like, oftentimes I end up picking up, like, a worse gun off the ground for ammo purposes if I'm moving towards the end of the round with a frenzy. Um, so I, I kind of want something that, like, you can really just spam bullets with for, you know, a, a higher price than, than the Ghost is at. So you want the pistol version of, like, an Ares? Kinda? 
Yeah, but I guess it's, like it wouldn't if be we fully call, If we call the, uh, I don't know, if, if we call the sheriff a like pistol version of a vandal, and the frenzy of the pistol version of a specter. I feel like those are some odd comparisons. Not that there are better ones. It's just that it seems. Well, weird I feel to like the guardian is way. probably more in line with a sheriff. Okay. And uh, I yeah. feel like the, spe- the Spectre to Frenzy is probably as good as you're going to get, right? Yeah, that, that is as good as you're going to get. Spectre to Frenzy. They just feel very different I mean, in the hand. I mean, like yeah. Bucky or Judge to Shorty. Right. Yeah, but that's just yeah, yeah, yeah. the shotguns, you know? Yeah. Um, But then you, you want more of like, like, yeah, like a spammable, like Ares or Odin type, but but pistol mm-hmm. version. And, would and, it be automatic it, or no? No, no, it would not be automatic. It'd be it'd be semi-auto but one of the one of the main reasons why i'm thinking of this is it like because it i know i don't know if penetration has anything to do with damage to sage walls but just because you have a lot of ammo that you can spam pretty quickly i feel like it would be a decent way to get through a sage wall and pistol round um as like one of the like one of the main capacity like oh that's interesting yeah because sage walls just fucking broken pistols sometimes yeah, like, it's one thing if you, like, run into a sage wall and there's, like, three of you there, and, like, you guys can all, like, right as she's putting it up, you can kind of just spam it down with classics before, like, the wall has time to, like, fortify. But outside of that, like, it takes so much ammo to get through one of those, one of those sage walls. And if you have a frenzy, around. you're just fucked. You're like, well, I gotta knife it. Yeah. Like, I, I can't be wasting ammo on this. Yeah. Um... And, yeah, like, I, I've gone through basically all my classic rounds before getting through a sage wall. And then yeah. also I just I don't like the feel of the ghost. Uh I want like I, I I feel like because of what it's capable of firing at, I want to fire it at that pace. And I, I just do feel dog the same shit way. with the ghost. Like yeah. so I, I'd want a gun that I could have in certain situations in which is yes, it's not gonna be as accurate on like first shot accuracy. Um it, you're not going to be able to take like super long range gunfights with it. But up close it's the it would be like the dump bullets down the range. Kind of gun. Yeah, I think the way you've laid it out Cass, even at 650, it would be way too good just because you know, the ghost does, I want to say, 105 to the head. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, if you could spam bullets at an angle with enemies peeking, like, you know, and be somewhat accurate with it, the chance of you double-dinking someone in the head if they don't immediately head-tap you is pretty high. So, like, I feel, I feel like you would have to either do less damage than the ghost or, you know, maybe not have that much improved spraying capability. Otherwise it would just be the best pistol in the game. Yeah. And even then maybe too strong for a pistol period is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like I, I don't think it'd be insane because I always like in my head, I'm imagining it not being much more accurate than like a classic, but right? it shouldn't one tap to the head and pistol. I don't think. You're spending 650 yeah. credits for a gun. Yeah, but you're spending that to put bullets down range. Exactly. Right? Like, you're not like doing example, that to get the kill, right. per se. 
You're doing that probably for chip damage through a smoke. Right? I don't think that it should one shot to the head because especially if you're spraying that like through a smoke, like the ability of like just randomness to just randomly hit people in the head, kind of high. So I, I would say that it, it probably shouldn't one tap to the head. Like maybe it does like 90 to the head. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I, was, I thought 85 right before uh, Jay said that. Right. You just dial it back a little bit, like still significantly more than the Frenzy slash Classic. I mean, what's I, the frenzy I, do to the head? Frenzy is seventy-eight. Uh, so classic. Okay. Yeah. Are they the same damage profile? Mm. Classic and frenzy. It's very close, if not exactly the same. Okay. I know. I know the classic has the same damage profile as the specter. Yes. Yeah. But me being the stats guy, I'll look this up. Mm-hmm. Um. I can but, see that. I feel like it probably shouldn't have drastic damage drop off though. Maybe then. Because like the ghost of really long ranges does not do one oh five, right? Uh I believe that's correct. I'm pulling it up right now to confirm. The ghost uh does eighty seven after thirty meters to the head. Yeah. So let's say yeah, if you make it not a one shot headshot in pistol round. But you gave it less damage drop off, and it's more expensive than a ghost. Are you saying it's wildly inaccurate yeah. at long range? Well, I don't think Cass is saying that. Oh, like, I'm not saying it's wildly inaccurate. I'm just saying you're not going like I, I, I'm imagining the same like first shot accuracy that a classic has. So like you're not going to be able to like. You know, kind mm. of like jiggle peek a long angle and be like, oh, I'm going to get this one-shot headshot. Yeah, but the classic is one-shot to the head. Right. right. But you can, I feel like you can hit a, a long shot with the classic. I love that you brought this up because when I get to my idea, I'm going to circle back to that, Chase. Yeah, you, about you the classic can, but long like, it's not, it's not super reliable at long range. Like, there have been times where, like, I only have a classic. And I see someone who's not looking at me, and I've got all the time in the world to line up that headshot. I'm like, my crosshair is dead center on his head, and like, it just misses. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't really pay attention to first shot accuracy very often. So like, I'm just like, ah, I fucking whiffed that shot. I, I feel like it's more <laughs> it's more user error than it is gun error, <laughs> or maybe I'm just you know more realistic in what's actually happening. No, I feel like they're like it's obviously the most noticeable when the other person isn't looking at you, and you've got yeah. a lot of time to line that up, right? Like if you if you're on like a a long flank and you come back somebody who's holding an angle with an operator, and like he's just not moving, just staring in one spot trying to hold an angle, like you've got all the time in the world to line that shot up. I feel like you, you noticed the first shot accuracy there. Dang, Cass, you are setting me up to transition to my first idea, but I don't think we're ready yet. I think we're still talking about your idea, so this is a little frustrating. I mean, I think that we've kind of gone gone through it. Um, yeah. Unless you had stats that were... I, I don't know if we already said the stats that you looked up. Yeah, but. the stats are pretty simple, which is that uh, Frenzy and Classic are the same under 20 meters. 
Okay. And then uh, at long range, the Frenzy drops off harder than the Classic does in terms of damage, slightly. Right. So, uh, yeah, I guess this, like, final topic, that or, like, final thing I'm going to bring up regarding this gun, and for reference, the real-life counterpart I have in mind is the FN57. Um, but I was going to say, I feel like I want this gun to, as a pistol, excel in the medium range category right whereas you've got like you, you've got the sheriff for for long ranges um ghost long range yeah ghost is kind of long range you know and then you've yep. got your your frenzy. To medium yeah medium right. long yeah yeah you've got your you've got your frenzy for the up close um shorty is when you're fucking barrel stuffing them um and then like the classic is you know just kind of a bit of a jack of all. Like, yeah, I would the, actually like, like up close, and then like it can do okay damage at medium range, and then it's just not really good at, at like really long range. And so I kind of want this gun to like excel at that medium range engagement. Yeah, I would sort of. The one thing that you said there that I don't agree with is I think that the frenzy is actually more of a medium range rather than close range gun, uh, for the reason that. And by medium range, I'm thinking 10 to 20 meters versus less than 10 meters. Because at, at uh, up to 20 meters, you get the full damage of the frenzy. But the thing is, once you start getting to under 10 meters, then the shorty rarely, and then the classic right click very commonly, strongly outperform the frenzy. So personally, when I have a frenzy, I, I try to use it within that range rather than close. Because I could just get right clicked at the head. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like ten meters is about the sweet spot for the frenzy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm thinking like, I kind of want this this gun to do really well from like, you know, maybe somewhere between like the lower bounds being somewhere between fifteen and eighteen, and then like the upper bound being, I don't know, kind of like thirty five. Maybe that's a bit far. I don't have a great. I mean, like Valorant cap, like Valorant already has a cutoff at thirty, right? That's typically well. Some guns cut off at twenty, and some cut off at thirty. It depends on the gun. So this Um, would be the highest cutoff, I believe. I haven't at thirty-five. Yeah, but I think that at at thirty would make more sense. Right. Um. So yeah, that that was that was the first gun that I had in mind. Um. Yeah, Hunter, if you if you've kind of got something cooking in your brain right now, you want to lay it out on the table. Yeah, yeah, I would love to lay it out on the table. So, as I've said many times, or at least a couple times on this podcast, I would love for the classic right-click to be removed, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about, with the current guns in the game, what guns would we like to add? And I was just thinking, earlier on, as Cass was starting to lay out things about the pistols, how I really don't like using the classic right-click, regardless of how good it is, and what I really hate is the situation that Cass then went on to describe of you've got a sneaky flank on someone in an eco round. You go to shoot their head and you can barely hit shots on them, even though you're taking your time, just because the accuracy of the classic at long range sucks. And so, you know, assuming that, you know, the right click is still in the game, I would like there to be a gun. And this gun would actually be fairly cheap. I'm thinking... Uh, 300 credits or less, depending on, I could see it being as low as 150, like the shorty, or as high as 300, depending on 
the specifics of how some of the things I'm thinking about are implemented. So basically, it could look different visually, but in terms of how it performs, it's a classic, but with no right click. And when you left click, it performs literally the same as a classic. However, um, it has an ADS with like not any zoom, not a scope or anything, but it has like a Phantom or Vandal style ADS uh, that significantly improves the accuracy of the gun. So it still does the same damage, meaning that like, you know, if you're over 30 meters, like, yeah, you're now going to hit them in the head, but you still have to hit them three times in the head or twice in the head and once in the body, I think. I'd have to do the math on that to kill them. Um, but at least now you can actually hit your shots. And yeah, I would absolutely consider buying that gun very often if I had the money for it, if it was an option. I feel like it might not get purchased a ton. Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. That, you got that accuracy on ADS too. And it gave you a slight zoom level, like a, a 1.25 when you ADS. Yeah. Then perhaps... I, I just see don't see myself more. ever buying that. Yeah, I just and how how much is this, right? Like, is this 150 credits? Like a well, like that, a well, shorty kind of style? Like, is this yeah, that, is that the range that kinda, we're looking in? Yeah, that's what uh, that's why I was saying somewhere between 100 and 300 credits, depending on how how good it is. Because like, if it gave you mm-hmm. perfect accuracy when ADS, then like you know that would be tough to you you need to spend some money on that. But if it was like a nice a nice if it was like a boost to like vandal accuracy when ADS and it doesn't zoom, then I think 150 could be reasonable because, you know, giving up the right click is significant. Yeah, um, and you have no right click. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel like you could almost just make this gun free and you have the choice between the classic and then like the classic 2.0. Well, I mean, I think, I think the, see, here's the thing. Um, I would tend to agree, except that the economy in the game especially for the pistols doesn't necessarily work off of, you know, logical, like, which is the best gun? Because if the, if the economy of the game works logically, the shorty should be free and you should have to pay like 600 credits for the classic. Yeah. Because the, the shorty is the most situationally useful pistol by far. And the classic is the best pistol overall between, between the medium range it can do something at long range, even if it's not great. And then having, you know, the right click, which is absolutely amazing at close ranges. Um, or at least it can be, which is all you really need from a pistol. So, but, yeah. Like, okay, for all, the, for all the shit that we've constantly given the shorty for its unreliability, mm-hmm. at close range, oh, like, really close range, it's still more reliable than that right click classic is. Like well, it gives you a, yes. a much wider cone. Yes. And yes, it gives there... you guaranteed damage. Like, I, I don't think I've ever gotten into an engagement with a shorty in which I wasn't stupid far away from them and died and then come to my team, like, no damage. Or, like, maybe I hit them, like, for 20. Like, if I get into an engagement with a shorty, I'm coming to my team, like, upwards of 60. Guaranteed. Well, Which, like, that that is true. Go ahead, go ahead. I can interrupt. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like, yes, the shorty is incredibly situational. But I don't think you can give an incredibly situational gun as the free gun that you get. I totally agree. I'm just saying that if you, if the gun pricing 
was based on how, you know, overall good the gun is, then that's what you would have to do. I, I agree that the game should not flip those. I think it would be incredibly stupid if you got shorties for free and had to buy the classic for a very expensive amount, simply because, you know, that would really... It would mean you'd have to think too much on save rounds because you couldn't just roll with the shorty as your primary gun. So I'm not suggesting that that's an actual change. I'm just saying that since the classic is the baseline of the game, considered the thing that's worth no money, even though really it is worth a significant amount if you actually broke it down that way, that if you want a modification of that, that's better at long range, but giving up the short range, then I think it's reasonable that you should pay some amount of credits for that. Just not very much. And I, uh, I think that, be, yeah, yeah, this makes it exactly in the same realm as the shorty, right? Because the shorty is, you're paying 150 credits for it, and you're gaining some reliability at close range while giving up all reliability at long range. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this is the same thing where now it's you have an option. Direction. You have an option right. of buying a shorty for close range engagements or this classic 2.0. For long-range engagements, yeah. which is slightly more reliable at long range, but you're giving up all close-range um, reliability. You should call like, it the modern. <laughs> the modern. The modern. Buddy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I'm, pretty good. Yeah, I'm just going to say, I would buy that gun a lot. Like, I would probably end up using that more than a classic if the, if the price was right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's it. very situational, but, like, yeah, I would I probably like... buy it as much as I buy a shorty. Which is, you know, is maybe now. once a game. I, uh, yeah, no, I, I just feel like it, it's a hard sell, right? Uh, like if you have to, if you had to pay for it. Now, if it was another free option, right, and it was just a but you, choice, you get ADS with it. But if it was just a choice yeah. between, do you want? Like, okay, I personally hate ADSing with non-snipers, but. Uh, again, that's a personal thing. The same but you also do ADS like, like, snipers when you use a headhunter. Just to, just like toss a like I, I fucking black use the headhunter on ADS. Black construction paper around your computer, mm -hmm. and then you're ADS with a sniper at all times. Ooh, beautiful. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, but getting back to the the whole thing here is like with the um, if you make it free. I can definitely see situations in which you would absolutely say, hey, I'd rather have this. I'm just going to call it the modern for the rest of while we're talking about this for reference. Um, I, can, I can see situations in which you would want the modern instead of the classic. But if you had to pay for it, it's like, well, I could get a flash or I could get a smoke. You know, it's like, is it good enough? to warrant giving up a piece of utility in a round in which you're already really hard pressed for cash, which is why you're saving in the first place. Yes. Cass, I, th I, I think, think the I, answer I, feel is. <laughs> I would agree with Chase. And I just <laughs> want to add that I think you're missing the point somewhat here, Cass, because if you're buying a ghost over a classic, then assuming that this isn't actually a pistol round, this is a eco round, then, you know, you're not able to one tap with it. What you're doing is you're giving up the close range ability of the classic with the right click for the long range ability, like Cass was saying. So like if you if you compare the ghost and a classic, like the ghost is the better gun. Sorry, so ooh, I said that backwards. The classic is the better gun over the ghost because the ghost is only good at one thing, whereas the classic is versatile. 
Like, there are cases where the ghost would get, will get a kill that the classic will not get, but there are more cases where the classic will get a kill that the ghost will not get. So, if you looked at it that way, then why would you ever spend money on a, on a ghost? But people still do. So that's where I I'm saying in, that I think I it would be reasonable non, to require that. I think in non-pistol round, getting a ghost is a complete waste of money. Well, you see people do that. But you And I would def, I definitely do it on, like, hard saves. Right, like if I only have four hundred or what, five hundred credits to spend, right? Buying a ghost is better than having a classic, in in my opinion, because it's better at those engagements that you're probably going to get into, especially if you're against rifles. But it's going to be it's going to be two to the head anyway, right? Yes, but I can't I can't afford a sheriff. Two to the head. Yeah, no, I I understand that, but I'm saying like the classic also does two to the head, like. Like, this is a team game, right? Like, yeah, damage sure. matters. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like if you're if you're in a save situation and you want to get an upgraded pistol, I can see all the other pistol upgrades being a reasonable choice. I, I feel like the ghost just is not one of them. Right? Like, I, I feel like you're better off saving those 500 credits and just not buying a pistol. Yeah, then... I would probably buy a frenzy in this scenario because right. it has. I mean, I probably a... would as well. <laughs> yeah, it has yeah. a scenario in which, like, I can play closer range and maybe get the jump on someone and get like that frenzy clip off into them before they decide to shoot me in the head with their vandal. Um, right. But I can see the ghost working in certain scenarios too. Right, like it's not a terrible option. It's just like that's what the ghost is, and that's five hundred mm-hmm. credits. This this gun, the the modern as we're calling it, is just like a worse yeah. ghost. And if you can only spare one hundred and fifty credits, I feel like that's pretty decent. Yeah, especially so let's, on let's maps that. like let's Breeze. Yeah, yeah. So so let's let's peg it at one hundred fifty credits. Say the ADS gives you Vandal non ADS first shot accuracy. And otherwise, it's the same as a classic with no right click, 150 uh, credits. I feel like that's worth spending in a lot in some cases, like to be a good option in the game. Not that everyone would always buy that, but I would almost always buy it because I hate the classic right click and I want that longer range potential. Just that's personal preference thing. Right. But like that's the point of these guns, right? Like we're not trying yeah. to make a gun that you would always buy because that would be broken, mm-hmm. right? Well, one of mine might be a bit broken, but we'll we'll get there when we get there. Oh, yeah. we haven't gotten to the broken one yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the one you said, which is already pretty broken. Oh, I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited. I do. I do have an idea if we want to launch into that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go mine. for it. Go okay. For it. So now, what I'm thinking of is, I was like, there's not a lot of guns in the game that are eco only weapons, right? Is it an anti eco or like you no. buy them? You buy them on eco. I mean, like, you okay. could say um, sheriff? Bulldog, Sheriff, um, Guardian, mm-hmm. right? As, like, you know, the worst versions of rifles uh, of, like, the Phantom Vandal. Um, sure. But this is something... You throw a stinger in there, too. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of something... Now, this is something that I brought up as a joke with Cass, kind of. Um, when we when we first brought this up, I was like, you know, there should be a noob tube in the game, right? I was there like, be a what? The the noob tube, a grenade launcher. 
Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. But now I'm changing this to a rocket launcher. Oh. Like an RPG? Yes. Okay. So I'm adding an RPG to the game. And this is something that it's in its own category, obviously. Um, and it takes up your primary weapon slot. But it's not going to be as expensive as a primary weapon. Um, say you get you get two, oh. two shots of ammo in it, right? That you have to reload separately, and it does Sova shock dart damage. Okay. Ooh. Right. So you can just decide to purchase for, you know, I I don't know how many credits like. Yeah, I, I feel like you really got to. You got to really. Value. You got to. You definitely do have to toss like a good credit level here. Um. And I'm thinking like 800 creds. Uh, yeah, when you when I was before you said that, I was thinking it can't be more than 900. Yeah, really? I think it because I think you buy a stinger over this sometimes. Yeah, just uh, to have a, yeah, yeah, a so lot more ammo sure. and possibilities of like you know like it can't be more than that because I can still buy a sheriff in my pocket here, right? I can have a sheriff and this. Right, that, that's right, expensive, right. sure. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that is that is kind of the the thing that I was thinking about. The other thing I was thinking about is for barrier drop. If I got some extra cash lying around, yeah. Right, say I'm I'm gonna max anyway. Yeah, you're gonna buy this buy and then you well, can drop it, right? Handle on the ground and then right off barrier drop. Hey, somebody's rushing B garage. Boop! Just fire a little Sova shock dart off into there. Or yeah, I guess, uh, uh, an equivalent of that, and then pick my vandal back up. Uh, you know, hopefully put some people into, uh, or maybe if I got like it'd be even better if I had a phantom, right? Put people into the one shot, um, like, like put them at a health point. That's like yeah. one shot phantom to the head. Um, yeah. So this is a chip damage weapon, right? Yeah. Like a Sova shock dart. Yeah. Obviously, this doesn't bounce like a like a shock dart would. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's more expensive because any character can buy it. Um, right. Right. Two Sova shock darts are 300 credits, but this would be 800. And I would, I'm assuming like similar reload time to if you were to fire two shock, fire darts. Two shock darts, maybe slower than that. If you're like, cause like click, click, gotta be a bit slower. click, click is like pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Um, right. With, with the shock darts. But if you were to like, you know, charge one bar. Right. Then, I feel like, like you gotta like, speeds. It, I feel like you gotta like fire you gotta, and then you gotta like, you know kinda set the gun or like set the barrel down, like pull another rocket out, like stuff that rocket in there, like turn it ninety degrees to lock it in or whatever. Yeah, yeah and that, those actions can mortar. Be... That sounds like what you're describing. <laughs> no, I I'd say <laughs> I, like I, I'm kinda thinking it of like, yeah, like you're reloading a mortar or like Shove shove a like, shell into the like front of it, yeah. Yeah, but like, like not super slow. Like it, it might it right. might take like you know a, a second or two. Mm -hmm. Two might be pushing it. Um, Wait, what kind of radius are you thinking here? Like same as Sova Shock Dart? Yeah. Do I want to differentiate it from the Sova Shock Dart? That's the that's the question. Um, of yeah. like in actual like damage profile. Um, I'd say, let, let, for simplicity's sake, I'm going to keep it the same. I think it's it's easier to think about if it's 
you know, the same orb size and like damage fall off. And it yeah. does 75 max like dead on. And one thing that I think is fairly obvious about this, but I want to bring it up in case the listeners haven't thought it through, is the way it sounded very insulting to our audience. But, you know, maybe you were distracted. <laughs> um, the, so the, this is not going to have any sort of, like, charge or bounce adjustment potential like the Sova Shock, I mean, the Sova Shock Dart would be. So you just have one uh, velocity behind it, and it explodes when it hits something. So it's yeah. way less flexible than a Sova Shock Dart. Yeah, but it yeah, does, kind of it does like, good, like, um, area damage, mm-hmm. right? If, like, if there, people are hard rushing you, they're all clumped up, you know, maybe they're in a slow, like, it does good chip damage to them. And mm-hmm. the reload speed is not fast enough that you could get two off reasonably, right? It's, like, you're going to get one off, and then you're going to die if you're, like, still or holding the back. same angle. Yeah, or mm-hmm. fall back, right? You're not going to be able to get two yeah. off before someone shoots you in the head. Um or shoots you four times in the body, even. Right. Uh, yeah, another thing that... Go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, I feel like one of the things you could do to kind of differentiate it a bit from Sova Shock Dart is give it a bit less AoE and give it more consistent damage from... Across, yeah. Yeah. So, like... That could make some sense. It It doesn't quite have you know, the area that, like, a Sova Shock Dart does. You gotta be more, you know, kind of on them with it. But... The fall-off is like, less. The fall-off is less. I mean, yeah, because the Sova Shock Dart fall-off is pretty heavy, especially, like, you realize it now a lot more when you're only doing 75 maximum. That, like, I yeah. rarely hit someone for 75 damage with a Shock Dart. Yeah, It's most but likely I'll... gonna be between, like, 30 and... 60 damage mm-hmm. and like that's pretty much like 60 damage is hitting them pretty close and i think that it should be more consistent with this weapon um with the yeah. rocket launcher i i like that that adjustment for sure uh and this is something that right in an eco round could be extremely useful because you have somebody or a couple people on your team buy this right and it weakens people hopefully to a level where your other eco guns are more effective, right? You're not necessarily getting yeah. kills with this. Um, but it's like, it weakens people to a point where, you know, their, their sheriffs, their, uh, their bulldogs are going to be more effective. Even a frenzy, yeah, like, right. is going to be like way more effective af- after someone's down to half HP. Right. Okay. The way yeah. I say it is like, yeah, someone on your team is almost like the sacrificial lamb who just like ungabungas out and, tries to do as much chip damage as possible. Mm-hmm. Right? So that the other people's guns... I'm like, it, it does really... I Like, I feel like, especially when you get to higher levels of play, and, like, people are much more aware of what the enemy team's economy is, you often don't bum rush against an eco. Yeah, because that's yeah. when the eco weapons are going to be most effective. Right, because you don't... Right. Yeah, you don't want to get cheesed by, you know someone's someone's around the corner hiding in a smoke with a shorty or um somebody's yeah somebody's just gonna like ferrari peek around this angle and spray me down with a with a stinger or whatever or a frenzy i like i feel like you you don't try to like you try to be more passive isn't the right word but like you know more aware of like ratty angles or like cheesy shit 
when you know the enemy team's on an eco. Um, and so I feel like at high levels of play, this might not get a ton of value, but like at our levels of play, on the t enemy team, just calls, hey, let's five man rush hookah. Right? Like th this is a gun that could do a good amount of, uh, of damage there. Yeah, and you technically, you are giving up the ability to, like, buy a stinger here. Right? Because, like, yeah. this plus Frenzy would be more expensive than a stinger. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you kind of have to, to make that bet or the, the decision to, to go for this kind of gun instead. Uh, and that's, like, a eco-round strat that you're going to utilize sometimes, but not always. One of the things, though, is, like, it definitely needs to be priced above 800 though. This is not something you should have access to in pistol round. True. Mm, yeah, I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, I wasn't it, even thinking about pistol has, round. It has to cost more than 800 which is kind of like... 801 like, credits. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw somebody on Reddit talking, talking about this. They're like, oh, like, well, instead of trying to buff the stinger, why don't they just lower the price more? And it's like, well, you can't really lower the price by much more. So if you, if you want to give me a stinger vista round, oh, like that's it, broken it, it, as fuck. Like, yeah, you should not have access to them. Like the marshal, when back when um when Astra could sell stars to get a marshal in pistol round, like holy fuck, that was nasty. For like, I mean, the yeah, it was a glitch. Was yeah, terrible. Yeah, the bug, right? But like, it, it's like you can't have non pistols in a pistol round, which kind of limits how low you could go in price 850 right gun. like it all yeah. all the measurements are done by by the 50 mark like yeah, it has to be 850 difficult. or yeah. you have this be a gun that is not available to you during pistol rounds but costs 800 otherwise and that's like a feature that isn't in the game currently but could be in the game right yeah it's like you're not allowed to have anything in your primary weapon slot during pistol round i can see that Right, but it still costs eight hundred. You just during pistol round, you can't buy it. Right. I will say I've been sort of just you know dipping here in and out of the conversation, but I want to officially say that I really like the idea, Chase. I think it would be super cool, and uh, you know I'm well known for being maybe a little bit too excited about like primary plus secondary weapon combos, whether that's <laughs> a shotgun and. Uh, ghost or sheriff or recently as just realizing in certain situations how frenzy plus guardian can be really good as well um so yeah i think it'd be super neat to to have that as in the game and oh, wait, hold uh, on I, yeah if you're buying frenzy plus guardian couldn't you just I, buy a vandal okay here's the thing cast the situation in which this is good is one of two things one you have a frenzy from pistol round. So for your round two force, you buy okay. guardian okay. or okay. the other scenario is which you forced round two with a guardian and you kill someone who had a frenzy and then you hold okay. on to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree. You wouldn't buy frenzy plus guardian, but you can very easily end up with that. And it's pretty cool. For sure. Sure. I'll, I'll give you that one. Yep. Okay. Yes. But, but gun primary secondary combos, this would add to that kind of, Except it's yeah, more like definitely. an ability that you're buying. Mm -hmm. 
Although it's technically a gun. Or are or are the shock dart and raise ult abilities more like weapons that are in your abilities? Yeah, true. I mean, it's kind of just towing the line. Right. Yeah. Well, one of the interesting things is that I was thinking about is um free chamber in the game, right? The off and the marshal were somewhat tied to jet. As in, yes, other people can use these guns, but like there is a, an agent in the game that excels with these weapons. I feel like this would be a weapon that Arrays excels with. Because she can blast back in. Because like she can blast back and use it as if it was an ult. It's just not as strong. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Right? Like, I'm yeah. thinking, like, it, it is really interesting in how it, it would be a weapon that, a, that another agent really excels with and is directly tied to almost. Yeah, do we want to increase the raise meta more, though? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> I already don't like raise. Yeah, Cass and I were having this conversation the other day, but I think that I, I like seeing a lot of really cool raise plays. He doesn't like it because it's not jet. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, and I was saying that I, I do really like seeing seeing jet, like old jet plays. Like, you know, fuck, it was cool. But I think that yeah. that like aggressive raise plays with like sick blast packs, like are just as cool. Yeah, yeah. Like at this point, seeing like oh, op kill and dash away as jet just isn't that exciting to me anymore. Yeah. Whereas like, say a player you know going crazy in the air and getting knife kills, now that is still very exciting, and I love watching that. Yeah, that's like knife stuff is more exciting. But then watching yeah. like you know. Jogmo on a on a raise is pretty fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wild story. I saw in the Discord earlier that uh Laggy from the Discord just got just played the deathmatch with Jogmo, which which is absolutely wild. Yeah, yeah don't um, look at the image in the chat. He definitely uh diffed Jogmo hard and Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, won that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say that like there's one clip in my head from uh G2's Nukia. Is that how you pronounce it? Nookie? I think Nookie is how people say it, but I'm not okay. entirely sure. Or Nookie. E- either way. Yeah. E- e- either way, you can Google it. It's Spell it kind of how it sounds. He got like a nasty 4K on race. And like, I thought this was so cool because like, while he was mid blast packing up into heaven on a site bind, right? Like while he's midair, he sees the enemy rays come out of U-Haul alt in hand and he throws a blast pack on the wall of like heaven to blast pack himself out of the way to not get hit by the rocket. That's pretty dope. Um, And I was like, that "That is is fucking cool. Like that's the shit. Like I love seeing the reactive blast packs. Um, and like he ends up winning the gunfight against rays and had like, it, it was a nasty clip. I'd recommend looking it up if you haven't seen it. But, um, like, I, I love seeing the reactive blast packs as as raids. Or, like, when people are just like, oh, I need a, like, like, I don't want to Ferrari peak this. I want to, like, Mach 5 peak this. Yeah. And blast pack, like, 10 feet across an angle to take a gunfight. Like, I, I really like seeing that shit. Um, I just, I I don't like the the classic... Or like I, I feel like just like the standard 
Ray's rollouts of like, okay, Boombot goes here, Nade line up here, double blast pack over to here, um, and then that's it. That's all your utility, right? I feel like that's, while it's really cool and the exec itself obviously is, is very difficult and like you need a high level of skill to do that, I feel like after that exec is done, Raises kit is just like she's well, kind of. You just explain an exec where you use all of your utility. Sure, but like I'm saying, like it, it, <laughs> so no shit. Well, it, it's just like I feel like, like, and even now, still with jet, like post jet nerf, right? It's like you've got your, you've got your smoke and dash onto site, and then you can like peek out of your smoke, take a gunfight, updraft onto another box. Take another gunfight, you know, like maybe your dash is back up. Yeah, but like, Cass, basically what, what you off another angle. <laughs> basically what like, you just said just, was yes. I, I love I like you know, it's a really good exec when when Jet double updrafts to peak an angle, um, smokes off an angle, smoke dashes in. And you know, then she's just a sitting duck. Yeah, it, but like I'm saying, <laughs> you don't do that. Like that—that's the difference. Is it's—it's it's almost like very incentivized as Ray's to dump all your utility, all your utility immediately. Because yeah, it like does Phoenix, things for your team, right? And I feel like Phoenix was in like kind of a similar position, right? It's like it kind of makes a lot of sense to wall up, molly off something, flash, flash, like all your utility's gone. And I just find that that's from my perspective, that's less cool to watch for the remainder of the round. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying anything regarding the meta or whether that's good or not. Be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying I personally find it less exciting. Like I, I, I like watching engagements later in the round when there's, there's still some utility to play with, you know, like how are you going to use what limited utility you have, but still some to benefit you later on in the round. And personally, I find that really exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that point. If you're saying if you're ignoring how good the strategy is, yeah, and you're yeah. just saying that like you yeah, like yeah. seeing more reactive plays, that makes mm -hmm. sense, right? More than an execute, like it's always the best clips are when someone's caught off guard and they adapt to it really well, rather than like an exec that goes really well. Because you're like, oh well, you planned that out, and it was cool that you had the like foresight to do that but it's cooler if you didn't have the foresight and you still hit shots right and you still do something cool to get yourself out of a situation yeah and uh i'll kind of second that now that i understand what Cass is saying um because that's one of the things i really enjoy about playing with yoru because his he has two flashes and then his decoy can be used kind of similarly to a flash in terms of helping you peek an angle that you otherwise couldn't peek. And then with his TPs, like they require setup and, uh, you know, a meaningful place to TP to, and you get one back every two kills. So I'm pretty rarely in a situation where I don't have a TP available and I want one. And also, you know, it, it has, it would, it was, it's a pretty chaotic round where I dump two flashes in my decoy in the first 15 seconds of the round. <laughs> like something really wild is happening. I was also um, going to say like, you're yeah. kind of, I feel like you're kind of, you know, doing something wrong if you, if 15 seconds into a round, you're out of Yoru TPs. 
Yeah. Like, well, like, I mean, something's afoot there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Just because of the travel time. Yeah. So maybe 15 seconds is a little too much. But basically, Yoru is very much not what you're saying, Cass, of someone who dumps all their utility and then has no mm-hmm. more. And that's one of the reasons why I like playing him, because I have options as the round goes on. Right. Okay. Well, non sequitur, but I just cracked another beer. And go ahead. Fuck, it's very interesting. This might be one of the most interesting Oof. beers I've had. Um, and I just had to bring it up. This is a, a Moody Ales and Company Lavender Sour. Oh. Have you not had that before? No, but the lavender is very strong. Yeah. Uh, jo- like It's a favorite of one of our roommates, Josh's. Or, well, well Josh. Who, who you heard if you listened to the April Fool's episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he he was featured in the April Fool's episode. Yeah, it's one of his favorite beers. Um, I'm surprised you've never had it before. I've never had it, no, but it is very interesting. Like, I, I like it a lot. Yeah, have you had, like, lavender ice cream? No, I've not. Also, like, very good, interesting flavor, but, like, lavender just in itself, in places where you don't expect it, I find this a very interesting flavor. But mm. it's very strong in this sour, and it, it's good. It's very good. Yeah, I, I'm just amazed you hadn't had that before, but all right. Yeah, that, that sounds interesting. There, There's a couple, one of the flavors you often, one of the flower flavors you often find in drinks is hibiscus, and I really don't love hibiscus, but lavender, I feel like I do like it, even though I haven't had it as often. So I'd be very curious to try that. Yeah, I mean, you have to like the flavor of lavender to enjoy this sour, because it is yeah, very it like, it like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. Anyway, oh. um, Cass, do we want to get onto your second gun idea here? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna save the one that I think is possibly the most reasonable ad for for later, and I'm gonna go with the gun here that I think is going to be absurdly hard to get right. Uh, it, it's gonna be really fucking difficult to balance this gun, and like, I, I'm not gonna lie about that and i think that they would need to introduce a change in the manner in which the hitboxes in this game work for this gun to be even remotely viable oh that's a stretch yeah Oof. but i want a sniper that falls in between the marshal and the operator it's still going to be more expensive than phantom vandal i'm thinking like 3300 credits um so it's still an expensive buy but I'm thinking like nipples up, headsh- or like one shot kill, and it's got an in between marshal and operator handling. Um, now this is a really was, surprising idea. I would have never guessed you would want something like this. Something like a better marshal, like. <laughs> well, like okay, so the reason why I think this is going to be really fucking hard to balance is, um. Like especially at higher higher levels of play, like if you give that to a pro, um, broken as fuck. They're probably they're probably going to be able to get to the point where it's like, okay, I can't hit people in like the full torso. I got to aim like upper upper torso. To but that's still a big target, right? But it's still uh, like a decently large target. Um, I don't know maybe like nipples is too low down. Maybe just like the top of your shoulders. But again, like as far as I'm aware, this game only has three hitboxes for head, body, leg. Um, 
Yes. So they they would need to create a differentiation in those hitboxes for this to even be remotely viable. Um, I mean, it's interesting. I like what's the reason that you see for wanting something between the Marshall and the Op? Um, I want to snipe, and I don't have Op money. But I feel like this just ends up being an op if it's like nipples up, you know. It ends up being like almost a better op if you're saying it has better handling. Maybe, but like one of the okay, so one of the legs doesn't things. matter. You're still legging someone. Yeah, yeah. You don't kill them. Right. Right. You're taking away half the chest hitbox. About. Um. Th- well, okay. So I'm. I'm. I'm saying it, it would probably need to be a bit more than half of the chest hitbox. Like, I'm not going to lie. Decent... I thought this discussion was so cool. I was so into everyone's ideas until this one. And now I'm just like, <laughs> oh, God. I think you need to take <laughs> away a, a decent amount of it. But, like, you know, I, I want something that falls in between. I, I feel like you're just tre- stretching to try to get an op when you can't afford an op. Like, oh, I. Well, yeah. That's what sounds like to me. At that point, you can buy a Marshall. And you can hit him in the head. And, like, having the top of the shoulders instead of the head is, like, not that big of a difference, too. Dude, the number right? of times I fucking hit people in the shoulders with a marshal. <laughs> uh, okay, but no, one of the one of the things that I was going to say, though, uh, regarding the op having the full body to hit, is there are a variety of angles where, uh, especially as either chamber or jet, when I'm playing an off angle, uh and I have to hold a swing, right? Depending on how close to the wall that I'm holding you swing me from, it is going to change, like, you know, from my perspective, where your torso is, right? And one of the things with an op that you can do is I can place it so that if you swing me close, it'll be around neck to head height, or, like, my crosshair is at, like, neck to head height, and if you swing me from far back, I'll still hit you in the in the torso, right? Kind of more by your waist when you're playing an off angle, just, you know, mm-hmm. angles. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So I notice that a lot when I'm playing with a marshal. Um, when I get swung from not the distance that I was expecting. Either you swing me farther away from the wall or much closer to the wall than I was anticipating. And... My crosshair is just in the wrong spot, and so like maybe like, I'll like get a if tag. you have to flick quickly, you flick to the yeah, body yeah. rather than the head. Right, right. It's like maybe I'll get a tag, right, with, with the marshal, and then TP out or dash away or whatever it may be, or I'm a sitting duck and I die. But I'm saying this this would give you a bit more leeway, but it's a hell of a lot more expensive. Yeah, it is more than a. Phantom or Vandal. It's more than Phantom or Vandal. I don't know. I don't like the idea of adding more snipers into the game in general. I think that, like, the Marshall is a pretty... Like, the Marshall is pretty fucking good. But the Marshall, for the what Marshall it is. is fucking busted at, at its price point. Yeah, Cass, I, I don't feel like I should comment on this for the reason that I feel the same way about you adding this gun to the game as you would feel if I suggested adding a new shotgun into the game. That's between Bucky oh. and Judge. <laughs> yeah, that's between Bucky and Judge. 
So, like, I don't really have anything constructive to say. I just, right, you fair know, enough. no more no, snipers, I, like, please. Like, 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 I, I knew this one was. I knew this one was going to be a stretch. Yeah, I, I don't like this one either. But <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, if it were it. in the game, like balancing yeah. it, I think is really tough because I don't it's, think that there's a very big gap between like Vandal or not, sorry, Vandal Marshall and Op, where you can slot in a whole other weapon. Like, yes, there's obviously a huge difference between an Op and a and a Marshall, but I don't know if it's a big enough space that you need something to bridge them yeah now that i think about it i think the significance is that marshall one taps to the head and doesn't to the body and then op obviously one taps to everything besides legs so like you know what are you gonna do have a gun that one taps with overkill to the head because <laughs> you're not gonna have a gun that does uh, that you're not the gun in between isn't gonna one tap to the body so like yeah i just feel like it's really tough I mean, this is exactly what he was bringing up with, like, you have to have, he wants a separate hitbox, or like a fourth hitbox in between, right? But, like, I I don't think that that's very viable. And the other thing that that I would throw in here is, I think it would be more than reasonable to give it dog shit damage to not that area. What if it one taps to the legs and the head? What if when you're scoped in with this but gun, not the body. you have thermal vision on the agent's genitals, and you have to hit them in whatever genitals they have, and then that's <laughs> one shot. That's the only way you can one shot them. <laughs> I would support that. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, if it did, like, you know, 40 damage to the body, right? Because, like, one of the, like, very valuable things about the partial <laughs> is you can just go for tags. I'm just thinking the thermal vision works through walls, and you're like, okay, guys, we got two dicks and a pussy on, headed our way. They're <laughs> <laughs> definitely going to the site. We've got, uh, we've got two male characters standing outside a B garage. Um, I don't know which um, ones they are, but they're two of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Imagine uh, the Bauer okay, and Dev team that. having to model different dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just give, uh, just give Brim a gigantic schlong. <laughs> oh, that's Brim, all right. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I uh, Brim's outside of B. How do you know? Well, there's like a a foot and a half long dick that I'm staring at through my <laughs> thermal scope. Chamber, Chamber would definitely have a micro. That's for sure. There's <laughs> <laughs> a reason he's compensating with that big long sniper he pulls out. Um. Okay, but to the to the more reasonable gun here, uh, I want I I think it'd be cool if they added a crossover between the SMGs and the rifles. So I want something that is more expensive than like the bulldog, maybe more in line with the guardian, or even potentially slightly more expensive. I'm thinking like. 2,400 to like 2,600 credit range. Um, SMG with a 40 round magazine and like solid, solid damage, decent range, like not, nothing crazy. Like you're not going to, you're not going to one tap anybody, but like, you know, yeah. So, I think the biggest problem 
with that credit range is that there is rarely a scenario in which that gets used. And it's the same problem that we bring up with the Guardian. Right? Is that it's in a weird range where if you have that amount of money, you probably have enough to buy a Vandal or a Phantom. And it's rare that you don't. Okay, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I think for a character who is playing an entry role and is on average going to be dying more than the rest of their team and wants to be hyper-aggressive, can choose to purchase this gun and use that as basically, like, yeah, you're using that as, like, a complete entry tool. But is it right? better like, than a Phantom in that aspect? I guess well, yeah, yeah, it, it has should, a faster yeah. fire rate? It's going to have a faster, like, it should have a faster fire rate. It should have slightly better, like, you can move and shoot the gun, whereas the rifles are utter dog shit with that. Should be slightly Yeah, I better. mean... Like I, I would say a different gun here, but to avoid controversy, I'll just I'll just say that there are situations at close range when a Spectre is better than a Phantom, just mm-hmm. because of the ability to run and gun slash jump and gun with it. Right. I wanted to say a different gun there, but just to avoid controversy, <laughs> the Spectre is better than the Phantom in some cases. Right. Um. <laughs> something in yeah, you know, like I want a gun that you know it enables you to be like incredibly aggressive with. And it is still very expensive, but, like, there's a lot of times when, like, uh, I, I notice it more when I'm playing Jet than I do when I'm playing Chamber, where it's, like, you know, even though we win the round, like, if we're, like, close, like, if the rounds are, like, if we have a couple rounds that are, like, pretty close, and, like, I'm dying, like, even though we're winning, like, I'm going in and I'm dying, but we win the round, like, it, it, it's hard for, it's hard to buy full round after round after round like the win bonus isn't enough for you to do that yeah i will actually sort of tag on to that to say that in the hundred thieves versus ghost uh game that was earlier today at time of recording um the map was breeze and there was a lot of back and forth it was a very close game and i noticed that on on a hundred thieves very frequently they're in a situation where they could just about buy full but not quite and so Derek, their their uh, Sova player, very often ended up with a Guardian while the rest of the team had um, full buys. And sometimes there'd be some light shields in there, sometimes there wouldn't be. And obviously Breeze is great for Guardian, so that works out really well with him being an initiator and, well, Sova specifically, and playing back and having that, uh, a gun that's perfect for those engagements. But, like, that's the kind of scenario I think that Cass is thinking of, except kind of on the flip side, where you're a duelist on attack. And so instead of a Guardian, you might want this super SMG, which could be kind of cool. Could be. So you're saying it's in, like, it'd basically be in between or a crossover between a Spectre and a Phantom. Yeah. And I can see it, but, like, yeah, how how is it exactly working within that, right? So um, faster fire rate than a Phantom? Faster fire rate than a Phantom. Less more damage, damage but more damage than a Spectre. So we're saying like five to the also, chest. It's also got a forty-two round mag. That's significant. I don't know if I stated that initially. Forty-two. That's what I kind of. I think you said forty yeah, got, at first, but okay. oh, maybe, it's going maybe. up. Just in, in my in my head, I imagine <laughs> why, why forty-two. <laughs> no, no good reason for it. It's just when I was coming up with this gun, the number forty-two. 
stuck out. Jackie Robinson like. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're 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 going with it. Um and also I was gonna call this gun the Wraith. Now you got like specters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like it. Um, I wanna. Oh, and oh, and just for reference, uh, the the sniper I imagined was called the LDR. So long distance relationship. Very cool. I think that's a great name for snipers. I was thinking long dick rifle, but like <laughs> <laughs> same thing, potato <Yeah>. potato. <laughs> but yeah, so I I, I want that. Like I, I think it'd be really cool, and like in the same way that your your RPG was very, you know, Rays could make really good use out of this. I'm thinking this is a gun that Neon, in particular, could make really good use out of. But it's got a worse running gun than the Spectre, right? Not necessarily, no. Because the Spectre can already be broken. Running gunning. If you have good movement, think about our Elo, right? Think about the people who okay, have good gun, movement okay. and use a specter and just okay. fucking yeah, sure, roll. Sure, sure. This gun would be absolutely busted in iron. I mean, maybe not as an iron player. I'd say this is busted in the scenario where you have, like, a, a gold two in, like, a silver lobby. Well, is it, though? Because I feel like in, in many cases, people who are, like, smurfs or just are higher ranked in the lobby do really good with precision stuff, like guardians, sheriffs, marshals. So I don't know if they would gravitate towards a running gun gun. I don't know. We I, I'm just thinking of the sage in a game we played, like, yesterday. Oh, I, I was thinking of the same thing, yeah. Yeah, who, uh had a specter and her movement was just so much better that you just couldn't hit her and she would fucking spray you down with the with the specter. Yeah, basically she used a specter like she was using a neon ult is what it was. <laughs> yeah. And it was good. Yeah. And I don't know if she was smurfing or like she just had good movement and like bought a specter because of that. She may have honestly just been like blasting some music and vibing and just W King. <laughs> yeah. I mean which was kind of smurf behavior. But <laughs> yeah. I mean the answer is just it wasn't unrated, though, so yeah. I wasn't mad. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, just shoot him in the head with your vandal, forehead. There you have it. Then what's the point of this it. gun? Uh. Checkmate, motherfucker. Well, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Shooting him in the head with a vandal is actually kind of hard. <laughs> well, uh. what, if, what if we think about this gun a little bit differently? And I, and I really like the idea of this gun cast. But what if we change the idea just slightly? What if it is the fire rate of a stinger with the uh, accuracy of a specter and the big clip? Would that be OP or would it be pretty solid? And it's it's more expensive. Um, given how many perks it has, I would say it would have to have a stinger damage profile because it'd be I think it'd be too good otherwise. I also just don't like the fire rate of the Stinger. I think it's too fast. And again, this is personal. Well, here's practice. the thing. It has a 42-round mag, so that high fire rate works out a lot better when you're not running out of your clip immediately. That is true. Yeah, the Stinger just runs out of bullets too quick. Stinger, uh, yeah, like, I fucking stare at somebody. I hold down mouse one for a split second, and it's just like, oh, I guess I'm reloading, standing in the open. And you I hit them once in the legs. Time. 
But yeah. Because personally, if that's how the gun worked, I may never buy a rifle ever again. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. (laughs) I kind of like that. I mean, I think it's not too far off what Cass was describing. But it's like just another way to put it. Although you are like increasing the fire rate significantly because we were saying that the fire rate was less than that of a Spectre before. Yeah, I feel like the thing for me is that, you know, this the Stinger and the Spectre approach things differently. They each lean into uh, something. With the Stinger, it's strength at extremely close-range, scrappy combat, but much weaker at medium range, whereas the Spectre is quite good at medium range, a lot more flexible, but it really isn't the best gun at any range. Um, or even the top, like, two or three guns at any range. So, like, if you kind of combine the that flexibility with that, you know, brawler potential, that could make a and really, make it more expensive. really interesting gun. Exactly. Yeah. The yeah. key thing is making it more expensive because that would be just straight up better than a Stinger or a Spectre. Yeah, so you're combining Stinger and Spectre. See, I like this more than combining Phantom and, St- and Spectre. What do you think, Cass? Because it was your idea initially, and I kind of have a side like- idea. No, no, like that. That's it, it. Still fits in my mind as like what I like what I want to be added to the game. Like I want mm-hmm. an expensive SMG, right? That is worth the money. Yeah. To to buy, but is you know it, it it's like the I want like an aggressive brother to like the Phantom or Vandal, right? Yeah. Um, and I like I I do agree. Like what you're saying, if you mix the pros of both the the Spectre and the the Stinger together, coupled with the price increase, that, that could be a really solid option. Um I, I I'm just trying to think if I can come up with any like like loophole like loophole isn't the right word, but like just kind of scenarios in which this gun would be like way too good as described. And the only thing I can think of is just, like, in low ELOs, it'd probably be pretty fucking good. But well, would I it be better than someone with, e- with yeah. like, high like high aim, like, skill, okay, but, I, I think, but I, like, I think buying a Vandal or something, right? Right, but I think the big difference here is, like, uh, again, when we're playing yesterday and there was a Sage who was just fucking crouching with an Odin and mowing through it, right? Yeah. <laughs> the answer to that is... Hit him in the head with the vandal. I don't even know if that was the answer, dude. I don't know. I didn't have time. Yeah, to be honest, I, I don't, don't know, know what was happening. Like, we were just getting fucked. Yeah, her uh, positioning and like the time positioning was so good. was really good. Yeah. Yeah, and like I don't, there was one round in which we're like, okay, we're gonna break down her wall, burst through hookah, and just like, like, and, like four we, of might, us. we might lose someone, right? We're like, we might lose right, right, right. a person two. or two. But we're gonna kill her, and we go in, right? We killed her. We get well, no, no, but like here's yes, the thing, right? yes, like, you we did broke kill her, her wall. We all jumped, like we all just ran into Hookah. We had a sky flash leading the way. She was full fucking blind, and sprayed down four of us. Yeah, the fifth like, person what, got what you, the I, I was spectating this game, and it was I couldn't decide whether to laugh or cry. Like, like, what do you, what do you want from me? Like. I don't know. Was, I don't know how I would have played that game differently. 
like it was it was tough. That was a tough game. And like, the unfortunate I... thing about that game as well is that if you thought, oh, well, you find where the sage is and you avoid her, well, the chamber on their team started picking up a note as well. The problem was he was pretty good with it too. Bridge too. There, was, I, I believe I counted in like there was one round in particular where was, there were three people on their team with Odin's and the other two had ops. Like there's an op on either site, and, and there are Odin's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. The uh, random jet uh, who was queued with, with the team was so tilted that they resorted to uh, homophobic slurs. That's that's how yeah. much it them. <laughs> more racial slurs. No, there were ra- there were racial racial and uh, homophobic slurs thrown oh, out. Oh, okay. I I saw the homophobic at the end. I didn't see the racial, but either way, <laughs> which I will say is the first time Cass got a uh, you know yeah, reported a, warning yeah. or not warning, like, whatever notification that somebody had gotten penalized. Yeah, penalized for my report. Yeah, the first time. Hey, if if. I'd like, like to say I also got the warning, like the the notification, yeah. because I also reported them. But like, it's not the first I, I time. Feel like it just has to do with numbers of reports. I don't know if it has to do with numbers or like egregious, or like I think voice comms is yeah, harder. I'd agree. Yeah, I'd agree. If you spam the n word in text chat ten times in a row, you're probably gonna get caught. Well, and a computer can pick that out really quickly yeah. really easily right so if you're if you're like reporting for text chat abuse and it hits a like a bunch of words on this list of words that they have then it's just gonna penalize them yeah right? that's it's very, just, yeah. like it's very automated very easy to to prove that like that person was actually like being racist being homophobic in text chat right there in front of you right like that's that's probably the easiest report to actually go through. Yeah. Uh, someone someone pointed out that uh, they found that because, like, you know, because Riot has come out and everybody has, like, these, uh, like, all the Pride banners and stuff for Pride Month, right? Um, They found an increase in uh, homophobic and, like, anti-trans messaging and just, like, toxicity in general. Was this like anecdotal evidence from someone, or was this like from Riot? No, no, this was anecdotal evidence. Oh, um, but they're just like you know, just like given that there are quite a few people who are running like pride banners at the moment, right? As like your, it's not called a calling card, that's Call of Duty, whatever it's called the the picture thing you choose, right? Banner. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. like you, you said saying... pride banner, and then and then you... yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was the actual term or not. But anyway, they were saying that they had noticed a a, a quite drastic uptick in like homophobic toxicity. Um, I mean, anecdotally, I would say I have not noticed the same thing. Recency bias, maybe, but yeah. like I feel like it's pretty evident in, in games, like as long as you play consistently. I would say that anecdotally, I haven't played Valorant very much. But I, no <laughs> I mean, no, you've been playing with me, like recently. Yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit here and there. But like, I have, I've been like not solo queued in like weeks. You guys solo queue? Yeah, I mean, it recently cast like every time like I get online with Cast, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know that last game we played, um, where this happened and this happened," and I'll look at my like career. And it'll be like seven or eight games down, and I'll be like, 
what the fuck? That was your last game that you played? Like, that was a... That was yesterday, you know? <laughs> right, right. I don't I just, like... I my, my desire to play as an act comes to an end is just so much drastic, like, drastically lessened. Like, I, I feel like I get the best games middle of an act. You don't have any desire to, like, grind up higher? Well, it's not that I don't have the We've both to... peaked, like, high, higher this act than any time before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's at a point where... Okay, okay, it would take a gargantuan win streak for me to get up to gold 3. Like, I think I'm at, like, 10RR gold 2 right now, maybe. So it, it'd take a pretty fat win streak for me to get up to, like, a higher peak than what I'm at right now. And also, I just find that a lot of the times towards the end of Axe, games are just very unbalanced. There's a lot of people on Smurf accounts. There's a lot of people fucking around. Like, the, the yeah. game is very one-sided in either direction. And sure, it's more fun when you're on the winning side of a one-sided game. But even then, I I like I like those close games. Yeah, no, the know? best games are obviously like your triple OTs where you're like really your heart's in it, you really want to win, and then obviously you win out. Like that's those are the best games you can play. Yeah. Or like I, I, I think more than the OT games. Uh like obviously the OT games are are like as close as you can get. I, I like those those ten or eleven thirteen games more. Where when you close it out in regulation, but fuck, it was close. Uh, like I, I enjoy those more than the OT games. Um, I and I, I don't really know why, because obviously I like them because they're close. But I feel like there's there's some element that it's like, yeah, we got the job done in time, you know. I mean, I I'll agree with yeah, you. I would agree, but to a point. I think that there's if we're if there's like a a graph of enjoyment of a game right and it's like pretty high it's reached a a first peak at you know those like 10 to 11 13 games and then I feel like it drops when you get to overtime by a little bit but then as you go up in overtimes you then surpass the 10 or 11, 13 games again. Because well, I feel like that really depends. I think that, like, you know, you're, the tension is really, really high in a game when it's like 11, 12. Right? Yeah. It's like either yeah. the game is over here or the other team is pushing it into overtime. Yeah, which is like, I love that when you win that, ten, like, that 13, yeah. 11. Yeah, I that's like, that. that's a that's huge. Yeah, that, that's huge because you're like, we shut it down in regulation. We won this game. No overtime. No resetting of the scales. Right? We we got it. And then overtime hits and you're like, okay, like the, the tension kind of comes down a bit because you can't lose immediately this round. Um, everyone has the same credits. Any economy, whatever, that you've built up over rounds, like it, it just goes out the window. It's overtime. Um. But then as you get up and you keep, like, trading rounds and, you know, maybe the first couple OTs, it's like, you know, both of you win your defenses. And then someone wins the offense. And you're like, oh, fuck. But then you win your offense. Right? 
and like then it just gets like i feel like increasingly uh tense and then like around the like three to four ot mark you're at the same level if not surpassed okay i feel like the difference there comes in between in which team forced ot because if i'm on the team that forces ot and there's a long ot and we win that that's that's pretty high but if i'm on the team that we were at 12 we allowed them to push it to ot and then after a long ot we end up winning it's like well we should have done that about 10 rounds ago yeah so i i feel like it really depends on who sends the game to ot like i agree with your maybe but it could have been close either way right like sure like some a lot of times there's a comeback and it can be you on the comeback forcing it to ot but like sometimes you know it, it was like you know 9 9 10 10 11 10 12 10 11 12 ot and i feel like that's like it doesn't really matter you're both basically at the same level i I feel like there's this the element of we allowed them to send this to ot even like even when you're saying when it's really tight right you're going round 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 right even when that's the case i feel like if if you give the other team the opportunity to go to OT, it's almost just like, well, like we, we should have had this to begin with. And now and I see where you're like... coming from, but I, I don't think that it's as significant. Like hmm. I, I think that that's outweighed by the coolness of it being so close for so long. Right. Yeah. I, I think that there's another factor that neither of you have brought up yet. That is, is at least very significant for me. And that's, what I'm think, what I'm, what my opinion is of the team dynamic, because probably, uh, okay, not quite. One of the most um, fun Valorant games I've ever had is a game where I'm still slowly working on a highlights video for it, um, in which we won with a score of seventeen to fifteen, or was it nineteen seventeen? I have to. Look, I think it was nineteen seventeen. Um, it was a five stack uh, with all of us in it plus two other guys. And that game was just so chaotic and fun. It went back and forth all game. There really wasn't this idea of, you know, one team coming back to win it because we were just that close the whole way through. And because we were all vibing and, you know, calming well, like that game, every round that went on in overtime, the more like the tension and excitement built. But then on the polar opposite side, I once solo queued a game on Icebox where my team was kind of not meshing well and was sort of like self-destructing and uh, being toxic toward each other. And uh, we ended up losing in overtime and it was at least double overtime because I know for a fact that there's a chance to vote for a draw. And it was one of the few times I've ever voted for a draw because I was like, I just do not want to be in this game with these people anymore. <laughs> so there definitely is a, uh, you know, there definitely is a, a factor that can, there definitely are a bunch of factors that can affect whether being in overtime is an enjoyable experience or not, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, I I can see that. And I I think one of the, like, strengths of overtime is it gives the opportunity for, like, especially when you've got multiple people clutching out rounds, right, to force the next OT. Yeah. Like, that's sick. It is, yeah. Like, obviously, it's hype as fuck when you're the one that clutches out the round to force the next OT. But, like, it's equally as sick when the random Sova on your team gets a 1v3 
to bring oh, you yeah. into the next like set of yeah Overtime. i think that like, that's that, like that yeah like that, that that's hype as fuck and like the longer an overtime goes right obviously the more chances there are for different people on the team to even if it's not like to win the round you know like somebody just has like a couple really good opening kills while they're entering onto site and, and you finally yeah. got that attacking round you needed right like somebody just hits a couple really crisp headshots while entering and now we've got this site we get plant down like we haven't won an attacking round yet it's always been every team just wins defense that's like, exactly what i was saying earlier yeah yeah like obviously those situations are hype but like i feel like in my experience it's just a whole lot of one team or both teams consistently winning the offense round or the defense round like I, I haven't seen a lot of games that go like, you know, uh, like we we lose we lose first OT, but then we win the second round in OT, send a double OT, and then we win the next round. But then they then they win two, and then we win another two. You know, I've actually like had a lot of that recently. One 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 one. I feel like I've been having more OT games recently, um, so this might be you know part of that, but. I have seen that quite a bit where you start trading defensive rounds and then one of you gets like a break round, right? Where you win the offense and then the other team wins the offense and then you trade offensive rounds for a little bit and then someone wins the defense, right? And I feel like that's really cool because it's like, regardless of how one-sided each of the like regulation rounds were, um, like overtime, it's kind of its own thing. And that being even in offense and defense itself is really cool. Yeah. Uh, I feel like one of the, one of the things that I, like, I, I feel like though a lot of times in, in overtime, you don't really get the chance to like, you know, get into a groove or like, ever really feel comfortable just in the sense that it's like you swap you swap sides every round like i i, I do i do agree with that too yeah like, it, it can get it, a little chaotic just, yeah it's like and like even if chaotic isn't the right like the right word it's just like you know i like like as, as a player i i like you know getting into like getting into the swing of things i feel like I ramp up as things go on, which is like obviously something that like I can do in an actual game, right? Like I, I don't typically start off hot in pistol round. Every once in a while, I'll have a, like I'll, I'll get like a nice couple of kills, but like that's very like few like uh, I, I don't I can't even think of the saying right now. I've had too many drinks, but like it happens very <laughs> rarely. Um. But I feel like I, I typically ramp up as the half goes on. You know, I, I get a feel for for how the other team's playing. I and especially as someone who likes to primarily op, I get better at identifying which angles people are going to to be peeking. And it's like, oh, I've got I've got the read. They're coming A, right? Like, let me go set up on A. Um, whereas in overtime. I feel like it all just becomes a crapshoot. 
you know? I don't know if it's a crapshoot, but, like, I think the thing that Overtime is trying to put into play is, like, you can't string rounds together like that, right? You can't stri- string yeah. rounds together and get an economy bonus. It's, like, this is pure strategy of, like, you know, everyone starts with the same amount of credits. You all have the same options available to you. Obviously, you know, agent comps and shit, whatever. Um, but now you have the ability to buy what you want and put a round together because of it. Right? Unless, uh, you know, Cass yeah, wants a certain sign. I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you can buy an right. op and some util now, so fuck off. I get a trade mark, and I have to I have to request a shorty every fucking defensive side. Yeah, but like I buy I buy a full fucking loadout, and I have over 150 credits left to buy a yeah, shorty. Yeah, give me the shorty. Yeah, yeah. yeah same. It's I I don't know if I've ever put that shorty to use in like like specifically in an OT round when like I've requested that shorty. But it's good to have. Yeah, and like it's less useful as chamber. It's way more useful when I'm playing Jet. But, like, obviously it's good to have, right? Like, if I'm in a situation where either my TP is on cooldown or... Well, I guess that would be why I'd use it as chamber. My TP is on cooldown. I can't TP out of here. Like, I'm getting rushed down. It, it, it's nice to have. Um, For sure. And, and I've noticed I... Like, on rounds when uh, we're ecoing and I'm buying a Marshall, if I can afford to get that shorty too... I kind of like doing that because I've noticed that you can really easily bait people into trying to rush you down around an angle and then just be sitting there shorty in hand. Cause they're like, Oh, yeah. he's only got a Marshall. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the eco advantage of that is potentially really huge because unlike killing someone with a Marshall, like when you kill someone with a shorty, there's a pretty good chance you can take their gun real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, like I was just saying, I don't know if I've ever put, that shorty that someone has purchased a me in overtime to use. And I feel like I kind of want to now. I might have to make some stupid decisions to try to get that shorty killed. Yeah, make sure I don't queue with you for the next <laughs> couple of games. Yeah. Cast time to solo queue a bit. Yeah. Alright, we said this was going to be a shorter episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, we got like through a a solid topic with, uh, you know, a good amount of sidetracking as well as always. Always. Um, anyone have like final thoughts or anything else you want to bring up before we, uh, we wrap this shit up? Yeah. Yeah. I have one more gun idea, which is, Oh, um, hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be excited when you hear the joke. That no, about to throw okay. out, <laughs> which is, uh, a super Odin for a full five K. It's, <laughs> This is just the Odin, but, you know, okay, more fuck damage, off. faster fire rate. See, I was excited that you actually had a good idea, and I was like, hell yeah, I'll extend the episode. Like, let's go. We don't we don't need to just cut it off now. Like, Hunter's got a full other idea here we can flesh out and talk about. And he brings I, I up legitimately Super Odin. You sounded excited. That's why I felt the need to, you know, break it to you easy. Yeah. Anyway. Good uh, hanging give, out with you guys. Yeah, they should give the Odin away worse spray pattern. What if it had incendiary rounds? And it did Ooh. D.O.T. Like the Odin or the Super Odin? I don't know. Actually, what if there's just incendiary rounds in the game that did D.O.T.? Oh, like, wait, so do I just buy a regular gun and then buy incendiary rounds on top of that for, say, an extra 
800. Yeah, no, you... no, actually, I think I think that that's the Phoenix Bucks. <laughs> Bucks. The Phoenix, Phoenix buff. All of his guns, All of his guns have incendiary inc- rounds. I think that yeah. you have incendiary rounds in the game. You can buy them for any of your guns for like 500 credits. And you lose 10 damage per bullet, but it does up to 30 over time. Wait, wait, so I take damage when I fire a gun, like a shot? No. You like you're like the uh the typical damage done off of it is reduced by ten. Dude, I'm fucking buying that every fucking time I get a marshal. That's insane. Oh, that actually brings me to an idea that I'll just throw out right now and maybe I'll like, you know, flesh it out a little bit more if we have another new agent ideas podcast, but I just want to get it out there before I forget. Um, what if there is an agent and this is inspired by the Borderlands amp shields where you could choose as your like E ability to sacrifice a certain amount of your own health to boost the damage of the shot of whatever shot you're taking. Oh, that's interesting too. But, but, okay. So at least in Borderlands, the way it works is like, you just get one shot that does extra damage. Well, no, the way it works in Borderlands is while your shields are fully charged, it takes that chunk of your shields away. So then you have to wait yeah, till your shields yeah. recharge for it. Right, right, out. but I'm saying like you only get that one shot because it depletes your shields when you take that shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So But like suppose it suppose it was like fifty HP for uh an additional uh well fifty HP for an additional fifty percent damage and you can't kill yourself with it. So you could pop it three times really quick and then, you know, fire off three Vandal shots with an additional 50 plus 50 dam- 50% damage, and then you're at one HP. But, like, do you really want to go all the way down to one HP to do that? I, I mean, I just feel like the, the big thing there is, like, the only, like, it, it, it makes, it, it would be something that would be used with the more, like, the one-shot weapons, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be used well, with the Vandal. the Marshal would be coming off. It would be used with the with the Marshal. It'd be used with an Oh, I made a terrible mistake. Yeah. <laughs> use it with like use it with like the Marshal, the the Sheriff. You wouldn't need to use it with an op. There'd be no reason to use it with an op. That's, that's what Marshall, I'm saying. Yeah. You don't use it with Oh, an op. I would say that you you would and it would just become a, a chamber op. What do you mean? Meaning that if you're going to take a shot and get out of there no matter what that you c- I don't hit you... people in the legs often enough for that to even be worthwhile. Absolutely, you do. 50. Absolutely, you do. Do you know how many <laughs> fucking times I have to hear you die and then say, "Fuck, I legged him." <laughs> I did hit the chamber. You know, <laughs> I have heard that a good bit. Just the the ah fuck, I did hit the sky. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not giving up fifty fucking HP for that. <laughs> like, no, and of, like oftentimes that's usually. Why not? Way. If you're gonna die anyway, if they're gonna one tap you, if the only way that you're gonna die anyway is if you get one tap to the head, you're gonna do it because it's just a good trade off. Yeah, but like that's not you. If you're like, gonna, if the only way you die before teleporting out is if you get one tap to the head, you're gonna die no matter what. And if you do teleport out, if you have a sky or a sage on your team, you get that healed right back up. Well, well, yes and no because well, not necessarily over- if it if it's like yeah, shields. I can't overheal. I, I'd rather take that shot and TP out. And if I leg him, I leg him right. Like I hit him one twenty. That's still pretty solid. But I still have 150 fucking health. 
I don't, I don't think that that well, helps. I, I, I feel like you're, no, you would no, actually take times, this okay. off. Well, you also, guys have given me some good things to think I about. I'll take TP this back into out. the lab. Okay. The number of times that I TP out and I'm left with like 70 HP, 80 HP, is actually quite considerable. Like, there's a lot of times where while I'm TPing, I take a stray bullet or two. Or I take a stray bullet or two before I TP out. Now, if I was giving up an extra 50 health while I was doing that... Yeah, you just said you had 70 or 80 left. How many times yeah, do you have less than 50? Now I'm fucking one shot. Now I'm fucking one shot. And the Hunter did specify that I can't kill you. So I'd be left with one. But the difference between having 70 HP and 20 HP is pretty fucking big. Even if it's only mental. It's still pretty big. You don't calm, oh, I'm 70 HP. But you, you calm, calm on one I'm shot. fucking one shot. Yeah. Like, there, there's a huge mental difference. Well, I mean, there is an actual difference and not just mental difference. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not giving 50 I'm not giving 50 fucking HP <laughs> to get extra damage on an op shot. Now, would I do that with a marshal? Now we might be talking. There, there's a, yeah. a viable trade-off. No. Well, I'll take this back into the lab. We'll get to this whenever we do the next New Agents episode. Probably not going to be anytime soon, but eventually. Um, thanks for the for feedback on my uh, spur of the moment idea, guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Think All about right. the incendiary rounds too. I feel like it could I be will. interesting. I will. Nah, thumb. Although I feel like I'd be taking your idea if I did that. So maybe I'll let you think about that. Nah, I don't do any thinking outside the podcast. What the fuck are yeah. you talking about? We talked about Imagine this earlier. Thinking? Cringe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, drink with you guys later. Fuck you. Drink with you yeah, later. Eh.